Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Right now, we're going to be praying. And I would like to read the prayer points to us at this time. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to be praying for the leaders of the nations. Glory to God. First Timothy 2 from verse 1 to 2 says, I exhort therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. We will pray for all cadres of leaders and those in power, those who have the authority to lead. We're going to be praying that the nations will be brought into alignment with the prophetic timing, plans, and purpose of God as delivered to us in the scripture with the authority of the Lord Jesus. We forbid and overturn Satan's plans and agenda to control our government before the time. Hallelujah. For they are hitherto giving into his hands For they are not hitherto given into his hands, which shall be hereafter. By the authority of Jesus Christ, we break the dominion and influence of Satan and the demons of darkness over the leaders of the government of this world and its people, which has been exercised through fear mongering and the concession. We pray for the safety and security mm -hmm. of the children of God in the nations of the world, particularly in these times and in this season. We're gonna be declaring that the roads, the air, the waters are safe for their sake and they are kept from wicked and unreasonable men who do not have faith, praise the Lord. So we are praying and declaring, this is not the time of the Antichrist, neither is it the time for evil to take over the nations of the world. And for that reason, we refuse, we refuse to let the devil have that authority. Even those leaders who do not stand currently with the things that God is doing, we break their dominion and the influence of Satan to, you know, take over the government, you know, inspire thoughts in their hearts, you know, and do all the things that they are currently doing. We break it. We break that authority. Hallelujah. So right now we begin to pray. Hallelujah. All those fear mongering and concession where they have put the people in bondage, we cut it off. We break their bonds right now. Let us begin to pray. 
Maliko sufriki zupala diga lunto fizu Ya <laughs> 
Yes, in aim of the Lord Jesus, we declare that the nations of the world they are brought into the into alignment with the prophetic time, plans, and purposes of God concerning the peoples and the nations of the earth, even this times and this seasons. Yes, we forbid and overthrow Satan's plans and agenda to control the governments of this world. For it is not his time. Therefore, we refuse to give him or grant him that authority. We refuse to let him come. We break the bond, his dominion and influence over the nations of the earth, over their leaders. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. They and everything that you need belongs to the Lord. Therefore, we say, Satan, you have no authority. You have no authority in this place. It is therefore not your time, and we refuse to let you operate in the nations of this earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the Lord God forever and ever. In Jesus' precious name, we've prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night, depending on what part of the world you connected from at this time. You are welcome to be inspired by the word global. Times of devotion 
with the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God forevermore. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity granted me to always lead the saints of God in these times of intercessory prayers. I'm grateful for the opportunity, man. I do not take it lightly at all. Right now, we are going to the praise and worship segment, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Right now, over to you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet. Sister Harriet, kindly unmute yourself. We can't hear you. We still can't hear you, yes, Sister Harriet. I want to quickly log out and log back in. Sister Harriet, we still cannot hear you. You might want to change your location or something if it's a network. Is there anyone that is here that can take the song by um, Simon Rich do that was taken during the last praise um, service? The one that is every day. Anyone, if you're here and you can take that song, please raise your hand. Anyone? So, Joy, can you increase the volume?
Praise God. Okay, so I would um, employ us to go learn the song. And um, if we have to take it next time, everybody should be able to take it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed Sister Joy, for helping us actually play out the song. Though the audio is a bit poor and we couldn't hear very well. Um, thank you. Every day. Thank you, they assured, for helping us post the lyrics on the chat. It says, every day I'll sing of your steadfast love and mercy. The exceeding riches of your grace is beyond compare. The depth of your love is unsearchable. O oh Lord, great is your faithfulness. O oh Lord, great is your faithfulness. Every day you are my portion. Every day my cup overflows. Jesus, the glory of my strength. In your favor, my horn is exalted. Every day you load me with benefits. Every day new mercies I seek. Oh Lord, your testimonies are sure. I rejoice in you, the God of my salvation. Every day I'll sing. Every day I'll praise. Every day I'll tell of your love. Indeed, indeed, every day, every day, every day. Glory to God. Every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. Every day, brothers and sisters, every day, every day be expectant, every day, enjoy the testimonies of the Lord, every day, your cup overflows, every day, the Lord who is your portion, directs loads of benefits to you, every day, praise God, hallelujah, glory to God, thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for that time of um, intercession, glory to God. Today's Friday, the 21st of January, 2021. And I'm saying happy new day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, we're going to have a great time reviewing the devotional article for today. And I pray that the Lord would speak to your heart and the word that he has for you, that word that changes a man's life, that word that makes all the difference. You would hear that word today and you will never be the same. Amen. A new creature is the title of today's devotional article. And our opening test is taken from 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. It's a scripture that many of us know, so we can as well just take it together. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. 
In some Bible versions, the underlined portion in our opening verse is rendered a new creation. It's however better rendered in the King James as a new creature. Why? It's because the emphasis isn't on the creation of the new man in Christ. Rather, it's on the being. He's a new creature, a new species that never existed before. It's like seeing a strange animal pass by and you wonder what kind of creature was that. You couldn't really make out what it was. It wasn't like anything you've ever seen. When you're born again, that's what it is. Recall the words of Jesus in John 3 and verse 8, as he discussed the subject of being born again. He said, the wind bloweth where it listed, and thou heareth the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. You're a different type of being. Something actually transpired in the realm of the spirit when you were born again. Your human life with which you came from your mother and father was supplanted by the divine life. You see, this very statement, brothers and sisters, is the reason you should not die. Is the reason sickness should not dominate your body. Sickness should not, should not eat up your body to the point where they, they tell you that there's one cancer inside your body is multiplying and it's destroying your vital organs. No. Did you hear this? It says something actually transpired in the realm of the spirit when you were born again. Your human life with which you came from your mother and father was supplanted by the divine life. This divine life cannot be corrupted by cancer. It cannot be corrupted by tumor. It cannot be eaten up. When they say there's a cancerous growth that is eating up your body, this life, not this life, The one from your father and your mother can be eaten up because that life, the source of that life is blood. That's why if a man loses blood, he can die. But this divine life, it it cannot, nothing can kill it. Not not of this world. No medical disease, whether it has a name or doesn't have a name, can affect this life. And all you need to do is meditate on this life. And the fact that Christ is your life. Oh, hallelujah. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. He said he's writing to us so that we would know. You know, sometimes you need somebody to tell you that you actually have something. Imagine I call Pastor Deborah. I say, ah, Pastor Deborah, Pastor Chris gave me a Range Rover 2022 for you. If Pastor Chris gave it to me and I don't tell her, she may not know because she wasn't there when the car was handed over to me to give to her. But when I call her and I say, ah, I'm calling you so that you would know that Pastor gave me a car for you so you can thank him. That's what he's saying here. He said, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. Do we have believers in the house? I'm one of them. Glory. He said, you who believe in the name of the Son of God. So that you may know that you have eternal life. First John 5 and verse, and verse 13 in the New International Version. He said, this is reality. It's an actual birth. A true recreation of the human spirit. The Bible says, of his own will begat he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. James 1 and verse 18. First fruits means the first and best. The first and best. I'm God's first. I'm God's best. 
when you say I'm God's first, that means if God wants to do anything on earth, I'm the first person he thinks about. This is my mindset. When God wants to do the best things that God wants to do on earth, he chooses me. Maybe that's why he chose me for to, 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 to have um, started this whole inspired by the word. When we started it, we didn't know it was called, what it was going to become. We hear the testimonies. We read the testimonies and we're like, God, what manner of, what manner of thing is this? We hear the words of prophecies concerning this whole devotion. And I'm like, what manner of thing is this? But this is it. It's at the first and the best. Are you aware? You remember when we're having the time of, um, 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 okay, that's for the good 100 million club when we're doing the time of creation and we're, we're talking about the fact that, you know, I, I also shared it here, especially I remember when I was telling, when I said that do your seven days time of prayer and fasting, ensure you do it. And I said, read these books, listen to these messages on purpose. And I did say that if you are organizing an event, maybe a three-day event, some of you are, um, are owners of organizations, some of you work in multinationals, and then um, from time to time, you guys have this event. And especially if you work in the HR, you guys are usually responsible you know, for organizing some of those events that happen. Even the marketing department and so many other departments, you know, you probably organize market road shows, um, brand adverts, different things. So you come up with a program of event for the days of that program. If it's a three days program, you have a three days program of event. And throughout your program of event, a program of event normally we have, okay, this is happening on this day at this time for this duration. And this is a person that is handling it. So for instance, if all of us here we're in one organization and we're organizing a program. So you probably have a program of event. Okay, opening address, Sister Amaka, 9 a.m. on the 21st of January, opening address, duration 10 minutes. And then there'll be several other things there. Even using this devotion as an example, we start with the prayers. Pastor Debbie leads us with the prayers. Sister Grace leads us with the worship of Sister Harriet. Then we go into the rhapsody we go you know so like that there's a program of event and we were saying that 2022 is a one-year program that god has planned and he has a program of event and we were saying that the times of our praying the times of spending to fast and to pray and to seek the lord to know his will concerning the new year and to be aligned with his purpose was us positioning ourselves to be personnel in his program of event where something that is happening on the 16th of May has your name on it. So are you in God's program of events in 2022? Are there things that God is doing on the earth that you are the one championing it? I tell you, I am in God's program of events. I sure am. But that's what he's telling us. The first and the best. Titus 3 and verse 5 says, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Colossians 3, 10 to 11 describes this new creation as renewed in knowledge after the image of God that created him. See yourself the way God sees you. You are peculiar, royal, excellent, and full of glory. I need you to say that with me. I am peculiar, I am royal, 
I am excellent. I am full of glory. I am the only one of me that God has ever had and will ever have. So I am my best and I leave my best for God. Praise God. This last paragraph, take it for what it is. It is true in every contest and in every content. See yourself the way God sees you. You, How does he see you? He sees you as peculiar, royal, excellent, and full of glory. Remember it was which day when we're talking about dressing and we're saying you are royal. Remember that you are royalty. I don't know how many of you have been listening to the message that we're presently listening to um, three kinds of knowledge. One of the things Pastor talked about when he was talking about um, godliness, he said godliness is piety. He said it's an outward show of your Christianity. The things that people see on the outside that make them say that this person is a Christian. And he also talked about the dressing. He said it there. He said there's a decency in dressing. Even to the guys, he said, one of the signs that you know that the spirit of God has been made manifest in the life of a man. He said, if he were a ruffian, you know, there are guys who dress rough, sagging their trousers, you know, with bushy hair and many things, flying their shirts, no, no, no belt, you know. He said, one of the signs that you know that the influence of the spirit has come upon his life, he said, it was showing his dressing. This is, these are the words of the man of God. See, when I speak here, I amplify the word of God as it has been, even been taught to us by a man of God. There's nothing that I say here that Pastor has not already said. But the challenge is that many of us don't even have the character and the culture of listening to Pastor's messages. And that's why we do Project a Message a Day. Pastor has shared this thing. That's um, three kinds of knowledge. Brother Martins, if I'm not mistaken, that message was preached either in the 1990s or in the early 2000s. That's maybe like some 20 years ago or almost 20 years ago. So these things are not new. And if you don't know them and you live your Christian life anyhow, who are you following? So see yourself the way God sees you. He sees you as royal, dressed like a royalty. He sees you as excellent. Act like someone that is excellent. There's excellence in dressing. There's excellence in communication. There are words that shouldn't come out of your mouth. You decrease. How did it come out of your mouth? There are words that should not come out of your mouth. Be full of glory. Be full of glory, not of curses. Be full of glory. Say the right things, say, say godly things, say amazing, inspiring things. So be your best and live your best for God. Thank you so much for listening. I will share more if we have time at the end of the meeting. I'm going to hand over to Sister Joy for the next segment of the meeting. God bless you, everyone. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, Mar, for today's ministration. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I'm taking a rhapsody for the study. We're reading 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9, the Amplified Classic. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a dedicated nation, God's own purchased special people 
that you may set forth the wonderful deeds and display the virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Titus 2, 13 to 14, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Praise God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right now, we're going to take the prayer together. You don't have to unmute your mic. You should be talking to me wherever you are. Dear Father, thank you for making me a peculiar treasure. Separated unto you to bring you glory. I walk in the reality of your word today and declare that by your and declare that by the power of your spirit I will fulfill your purpose for my life to the glory and praise of your name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Right now we're going to move over to our New Testament Bible reading. Today, we continue with the book of Matthew, chapter 14, from verse 13. Praise God. Matthew, chapter 14, verse 13. Caption, Jesus feeds the multitude. Verse 13. On hearing this, Jesus slipped away privately by boat to be alone. But when the crowds discovered he had sailed away, they emerged from all the nearby towns and followed him on foot. So when Jesus landed, he had a huge crowd waiting for him. Seeing so many people, his heart was deeply moved with passion toward them. So he healed all the sick who were in the crowd. Later that afternoon, the disciples came to Jesus and said, it's going to be dark soon and the people are hungry but there is nothing to eat here in this desolate place. You should send the crowds away to the nearby villages to buy themselves some food. They don't need to leave, Jesus responded. You can give them something to eat. They answered, but all we have is five barley loaves and two fish. Let me have them, Jesus replied. Then he had, some, he had everyone sit down on the grass and he then took the five loaves and two fish. He looked up into heaven, gave thanks to God and broke the bread into pieces. He then gave it to his disciples who in turn gave it to the crowds and everyone ate until they were satisfied for the food was multiplied in front of their eyes. They picked up the leftovers and filled up 12 baskets full. There were about 5,000 men who were fed in addition to many women and children. Caption, Jesus walks on water. As soon as the people were fed, Jesus told his disciples to get into their boats and go to the other side of the lake while he stayed behind to dismiss the people. After the crowds dispersed, Jesus went up into the hills to pray. And as night fell, he was there praying alone. But the disciples who were now in the middle of the lake ran into trouble for their boat was tossed about by the high winds and heavy seas. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came to them walking on the waves. When the disciples saw him walking on top of the water, they were terrified and screamed, a ghost. Then Jesus said, be brave and don't be afraid. I am here. Peter shouted out, Lord, if it's really you, then have me come then have me join you on the water. 
Come and join me, Jesus replied. So Peter stepped out onto the water and began to walk toward Jesus. But when he realized how high the waves were, he, be he became frightened and started to sink. Save me, Lord, he cried out. Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, What little faith you have. Why would, why would you let doubt win? And the very moment they both stepped into the boat, the raging wind ceased. Then all the disciples bowed down before him and worshipped Jesus. They said in adoration, you are truly the son of God. After they crossed over and landed at Gennesaret, the people living there quickly recognized who he was. They were quick to spread the news throughout the surrounding region that Jesus had come to them. So they brought him all their sick, begging him to let them touch the fringe of his cloak. And everyone who touched him was instantly healed. Praise God. The people here acted like the opposite of what the people of Nazareth um, did when Jesus went to their place in the previous verse. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. With that, we've come to the end of today's New Testament Bible reading. Right now, I'd like to welcome the esteemed Pastor Deborah to kindly take us through the Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, for helping your screen. Over to you, esteemed Pastor Deborah. Hello, can anyone hear me? Brother John isn't online. Okay, um, let me just go ahead then. Okay, um, so we're reading Genesis 49 and Genesis 50. Verse one, then Jacob called together all his sons and said, gather around me and I'll tell you what is going to happen to you in the days to come. Listen to me, O sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my oldest son, the child of my vigorous youth. You are the head of the least in rank and in honor, but you are unruly as the wild waves of the sea, and you shall be first no longer. I am demoting you, for you slept with one of my wives and thus dishonored me. Simon and Levi and Levi are two of a kind. They are men of violence and injustice. Oh, my soul, stay away from them. May I never be a party to their wicked plans. For in their anger, they murdered a man and maimed oxen, oxen just for fun. Crushed be their anger, for it is fierce and cruel. Therefore, I will scatter their descendants throughout Israel. Judah, your brothers shall praise you. You shall destroy your enemies. Your father's sons shall bow before you. Judah is a young lion that has finished eating his prey. He has settled down as a lion who will dare to rouse him. The scepter shall not depart from Judah until Shiloh comes, whom all people shall obey. He has changed his, he has changed his teeth to the choicest vine and washed his clothes in wine. His eyes are darker than wine and his teeth are whiter than milk. Zebulon shall dwell on the shores of the sea and shall be a and shall be a harbor for ships with his borders extending to Sidon. Issachar is a strong beast of burden resting among the saddlebags. 
when he saw how good the countryside was, how pleasant the land, he willingly bent his shoulder to the task and served his masters with vigor. Dan shall govern his people like any other tribe in Israel. It shall be a serpent in the path that bites the horse's heels so that the rider falls off. I trust in your salvation, Lord. A marauding band shall stamp upon God, but you shall rob and pursue them. Asha shall produce rich foods, fit for kings. Naphtali is a deer let loose, producing lovely fawns. Joseph is a fruitful tree beside a fountain. His branches shade the wall. He has been severely injured by those who shot at him and persecuted him. But their weapons were shattered by the mighty one of Jacob, the shepherd, the rock of Israel. May the God of your father, the almighty, bless you with blessings of heaven above and of the earth beneath. Blessings of the breast and of the womb. Blessings of the grain and flowers. Blessings reaching to the utmost bounds of the everlasting hills. These shall be the blessings upon the head of Joseph, who was exiled from his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf that prowls. He devours his enemies in the morning and in the evening divides the loot. So these are the blessings that Israel, their father, blessed his 12 sons with. Verse 29, then, they told, then he told them, soon I will die. You must bury me with my fathers in the land of Canaan, in the cave, in the field of Machpelah, facing Mamre, the field Abraham bought from Ephron, the Hittites, for a burial ground. There they buried Abraham and Sarah, his wife, where they buried Isaac and Rebekah, his wife, and there I buried Leah. It is the cave which my grandfather Abraham purchased from the sons of Eth. Then when Jacob had finished his prophecies to his sons, he lay back in the bed, breathed his last and died. Praise God. So moving over to Genesis chapter 50. We're reading the Living Bible. Verse 1, Joseph threw himself upon his father's body and wept over him and kissed him. Afterwards, he commanded his morticians to embalm the body. The embalming process required 40 days with a period of national mourning of 70 days. Then when at last the mourning was over, Joseph approached Pharaoh's staff and requested them to speak to Pharaoh on his behalf. Tell his majesty, he requested them, that Joseph's father made Joseph swear to take his body back to the land of Canaan to bury him there. Ask his majesty to permit me to go and bury my father. Assure him that I will return promptly. Pharaoh agreed. Go and bury your father as you promised, he said. So Joseph went and a great number of Pharaoh's counselors and assistants, all the senior officers of the land, as well as all of Joseph's people, his brothers and their families. But they left their little children and flocks and heads in the land of Goshen. So a very great number of chariots, cow, cavalry and people accompanied Joseph. When they arrived at Atad, meaning threshing palace of Prambles, beyond the Jordan, Beyond the Jordan River, they held a very great and solemn funeral service with a seven-day period of lamentation for Joseph's father. The local residents, the Kenites, renamed the place Abel Mizram, meaning Egyptian mourners, for they said it is a place of very deep mourning by, Egypt, by, the, by these Egyptians. So his sons did as Israel commanded them and carried his body into the land of Canaan and buried it there in the cave of Machpelah. 
the cave Abraham had bought in the field of Ephron, the Hittites, close to Mamre. Then Joseph returned to Egypt with his brothers and all who accompanied him to the funeral of his father. But now that their father was dead, Joseph's brothers were frightened. Now Joseph will pay us back for all the evil we did to him, they said. So they sent him this message. Before he died, your father instructed us to tell you to forgive us for the great evil we did to you. We servants of the God of your father beg you to forgive us. When Joseph read the message, he broke down and cried. Then his brothers came and fell down before him and said, we are your slaves. But Joseph told them, don't be afraid of me. Am I God to judge and punish you? As far as I am concerned, God turned into good what you meant for evil. For he brought me to this high position I have today so that I could save the lives of many people. No, don't be afraid. Indeed, I myself will take care of you and your families. And he spoke very kindly to them, reassuring them. So Joseph and his brothers and their families continued to live in Egypt. Joseph was 110 years old when he died. He lived to see the birth of his son Ephraim's children and the children of Macri, Manasseh's son, who played at his feet. Verse 24, soon I will die, Joseph told his brothers, but God will surely come and get you, bring you out of this land of Egypt and take you back to the land he promised to the descendants of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Then Joseph made his brothers promise with an oath that they would take his body back with them when they returned to Canaan. So Joseph died at the age of 110 and they embalmed him and his body was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Praise the Lord. And with that, we've come to the end of today's Old Testament Bible reading. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Brother Martins, for helping Sister share your screen. Um, I'd like you to share briefly in two minutes um, from the things that you read. Um, what are the highlights for us that we should take home from the scripture reading? Okay, um, praise God. Okay, so um, from the Old Testament Bible reading, um, I read about the story of um, Joseph and also his brothers. Okay, when Joseph's, um, when Joseph's father died, like the brothers were, um, they were scared that Joseph was going to hurt them and all of that. Okay, first of all, when um, Jacob was talking about his sons and giving them blessings and all of that, it just made me remember what Pastor said. Pastor said that everybody has their stories in the Bible. And if you want to know how you will end up, you should actually go to the Bible and study it. When you look at um, the lives of Jacob's children, all of them, they had all of their character. And that actually determined how their lives actually ended up. So however you are living right now like pastor we always say you can always know how you will end when you go to the bible and read um about who you actually took about um took after in the bible then also when um joseph's brothers they were actually scared and that's when they what they call guilty conscience they were scared that oh joseph is going to hurt them and all of that but then because of um joseph's hearts kind of hearts it's like no, I don't have anything against you. Well, for some people, they might actually be upset that, oh, yes, you actually hurt me. You made me, um, you, you sold me out and all of that. That's unforgiving. 
spirit. But then Joseph is the type that had a forgiving spirit. And instead of seeing the wrong that his brothers actually did to him, he actually um, saw it as a way for God to bring him to all of the prophecies that actually came forth right from when he was young. So as Christians, we should not always focused on the bad side like maybe if things are not going the way we expect it to be let's not look at this as a challenge but as a stepping stone let's be more focused on the prophecies like regardless of um, whatever we are facing and we should hold on to the prophecies of God and we should also always have the spirit of forgiveness in us let's not actually look at oh people hurting us and all of that like I picked something when sister Maka was like like certain things that happened to her in the past like like last year two years ago and all of that and she told her she said when she even sees this that actually hurt her and did all those things to her she doesn't look at them as the enemy or oh this person hurt me instead she still shows them love greets them and all of that so that should be how we should live our lives as christians we should always forgive people and also look at every challenge that we might have as a stepping stone to where God wants us to be. Praise God. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Thank you so much. So in essence, everything works together for good for the child of God. That should be our take home. Over to you, Brother Martins. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, Mr. Maka. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, and it's time for the affirmation segment of today's meeting, and the affirmation is on the screen. Use that affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgment. So can I ask you to please unmute your mics as we take our affirmation at the count of three, four, Jesus <laughs> 
Praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. At this point, we'll be going straight to the communion segment of today's meeting with the Lord. And our text is taken from First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Okay, um, brothers and sisters, I went around all night yesterday and into this morning, and during the course of the all night, the Spirit of God took me to read the Rhapsody of Realities of Wednesday, the 5th of January, and Thursday, the 6th of January. Please do your best possible to go through that article again. Make sure you do that today. Try your best to do it today. Thank you very much. Praise God. For I receive of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you. Thank you for the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. For what he consummated, he made us kings and priests. And as priests, we prophesy. As kings, we decree a thing. As priests, we are meant to offer up spiritual sacrifices to our Lord and Savior. And even this day, Paco, sacred deal of Rabadori and Dishta. As your word says, that we decree a thing and it's established unto us. Every word we speak by the Spirit of God, we see it come to pass. And even now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I declare thank you, Lord Jesus. Even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare that for every word that has been spoken, Every desire of the heart of everyone that was connected to thee, whatsoever be your desire, as you break this bread, voice it out. Declare that which you want. Declare that which you want to see. There is power in the communion. As you break this bread, just speak forth, and it shall come to pass by the power of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and break the bread even now. I need it. Oh, shaka takovragadila koriban do jeleman de dila hakate. Thank 
Praise God, praise God, praise God. After the same manner, also took the cup and he has stopped saying this cup in the New Testament in my blood. This year, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Paradidon, grossi, vranda, grabadig, degrido, hunski, bragaday. Liba, papa, bragatego, bragatugus, grandi, bragatusco, bragatego, dugu, bragadibon, dugu, bragatali, gadigu, bragatisho, lambda, colovitis. Etelegadiligi barian, dugu, bragatu, bragatig, redugu, bragatisho, and the coribantija, monto, grubadilla, hati. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you. Oh, we are blood washed, sanctified, and glorified. Thank you, Lord God, as we take this cup, we seal that which we have spoken for. And we declare by the power of the Holy Ghost it is done. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Oh, Gabashata Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the Sister Stamaka for this wonderful privilege. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the ever-joyful Sister George to take us through the remaining part of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and ensure you have a wonderful day. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother Martins. Hallelujah. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. Wow. Glory to God. Okay, today we are going, um, <laughs> I mean right now, we are going to be celebrating those who have their birthdays today. So if today is your birthday, it's your work anniversary, your wedding anniversary, you're inspired by the world anniversary, any type of anniversary, praise God, just kindly drop a message in the chat room so we can celebrate with you, we can pray for you, because of course you're so special to us and we love you so much. So if it's your birthday, just drop a message. Just go ahead, flood the chat room. Just let us know. Or if you know anyone that is celebrating today and you like us to pray for him or her, or you know anyone who have the anniversaries today, just please go ahead, drop a message in the chat room. Hallelujah. Wow. I believe by today, the chat room should be filled up with our first timers. So if today is your first time, if it's your first time of connecting... You are in the thought of God. You did not happen by accident. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Uh, okay, sorry. Um, if it's your first time of connecting, just... Go ahead, drop a message in the chat room telling us your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Praise God. If it's your first time of connecting to the Inspired by the Word Global Time of Devotion, please drop a message telling us your full name, where you're connected from, and who invited you. Hallelujah. To all of our first-timers, you're welcome. We're so, so happy to have you join this beautiful family of God. This is the Inspired by the Word global family and on a daily basis between the hours of 6 a.m and 7 a.m gmt plus one that is nigerian time we connect to pray we worship we study the word we affirm words we break breads we prophesy we inspire one another it's always always a glorious time in god's presence and one thing is certain as you consistently fellowship with us you will return with testimonies and you will truly be inspired by the word of God. Once again, I'd like to say a very big welcome to each and every one of us. Praise God. Okay, for our birthdays, um, 
Sister Maka says, today is the birthday of one of my very special baby brothers, Jason. Okay, today is the birthday of my very special baby brother. All right. Jason Ikeoku. Happy birthday to Jason. Hallelujah. Then we have SM says today is my brother's birthday. His name is Kelvin. Happy birthday to Kelvin. All right. We have um Citadel. You didn't tell us your full name. I don't even know if okay. Banwo. Ban... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Just pardon the pron- my pronunciation. I'm very sorry. Banwo Simisaje from Nigeria, Ibadan. She was invited by her brother Dio. You're welcome, sister. We are so happy to have you join us this morning. Hallelujah. All right, we have um, I am Noria Mills. I was invited by Pastor Umwape. You're welcome. You didn't tell us where you're connected from, though. Then we also have um, Sister Mary says, today is my elder brother's birthday. His name is Paul Watson. Happy birthday to your brother. Praise God. Same thing with Brother John. Says today is his brother's birthday. That's the same person, brother, Mr. Paul Watson. Happy birthday to your brother. Okay, so we have Olamide Ewosho from Nigeria, from Lagos, Nigeria. I was invited by Mr. Dola Aremu. You're welcome, Olamide. We have... um. Sister Daisy says today is my dear friend's birthday, Kasmer Yadua. Wow, happy birthday to your friend. We have um, Sister Telma Uka from Nigeria. She was invited by Sister Precious Okemote. Okay, Pastor Noria says he or she, I don't know, I'm sorry if it's a he or a she from Zambia. Wow. You're welcome, all of our first-timers. You're absolutely welcome. We are so happy to have you join this beautiful family of God. You can only be a first-timer once. Once you connect to this meeting, you're already a part of the family and the grace is already working for you. So you're welcome and we look forward to you consistently fellowshipping with us as well as your testimonies. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for this wonderful opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to you, Ma, to kindly help pray for all of our celebrants and first-timers. Thank you, Ma. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed, joyful Sister Joy. Glory to God. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you for no one comes to you except they are drawn by you. We recognize the daily additions as you bring in your people here for a reason. And we declare that the purpose for which you brought them is fulfilled. In this place, many have found purpose. In this place, many have understood the path of fulfilling purpose. In this place, many have been healed and made whole. In this place, so many blessings, so many testimonies, miracles have taken place. And you said, O God, that the glory of the latter will surpass that of the former. I declare that that is the testimony of those that are joining us this morning in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for those who are celebrating their birthdays. Lord, our earthly parents and loved ones will go out of their way to do amazing things to make our day memorable. How much more you are, God. Thank you because today is most memorable for them compared to anything a man will do for them. You will do that which only God can do for them. And it will be a day filled with beautiful memories, testimonies that only God made happen. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name, 
Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, we have some time to take some testimonies, and I want to say a special welcome to those of you joining us for the first time, and also happy birthday to all of our celebrants. Um, I'm going to give an opportunity to um, two co-hosts, um, Pastor Deborah and Sister Joy, to share their testimonies of um, this journey inspired by the word in the last one year. These are people who were here from the very first day. I remember the first day I made the post. I think we were just 10 of us online and it happened. It turns out that Sister Joy was one of them. Pastor Deborah was one of them. And I just, I think that they've been, they've been at the forefront of many of the things that I have done through the years. And um, I've, I've watched them in, evolve into amazing young women that God has used in massively mighty ways in these last days. So I'm going to start with Sister Joy. And then afterwards, should we have more time? Um, I would like us to take some more testimonies. Um, Sister Kelvin Aries, have you shared your testimony? If you haven't, please raise your hand. And then um, we can then take a testimony about the power of prayer, the impact of prayer, the intercessory times that we spend here to pray. If you have a testimony based on that, also raise your hand, praise God. Sister Joy, tell us, how's it been like for you the last one year? Oh, praise God. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Okay, so I remember in 2020 when we were praying and fasting. Yeah, it was 2020 when we were praying and fasting. I think um, we had like um, a a group where we're also accountable for one another. I don't know, Stamaka, if you can wait. So Stamaka also created that group. So we're just praying and we're preparing for the new year. And Stamaka also told us to write out our goals for the year. And I remember my number one goal for 2021 was to actually um, fellowship with the Holy Spirit consistently, to actually study the Bible and all of that. Well, every year I always like write it. And most times, in short all the time, I've never ever completed the Bible. So, but I really just wanted to complete the Bible and to also consistently fellowship with the Holy Spirit in 2021. That was like my number one goal for that year. And I'm just like, Holy Spirit, I don't know how this is going to happen, but this is what I really desire. And I remember that day I was just I, I just stumbled on Sister Maka's um, status where she was saying, oh, if you want to complete the Bible in one year and hold yourself accountable, I'm like, whoa, Holy Spirit. Oh, I was really excited. I'm like, yo, I think like this group was actually created because of me. And I immediately reached out to her and I really bless God. Like they always say, um, the rest they say is history. I thank God for the impact of the inspired by the word. I thank God for the consistency. I thank God for the discipline. Like, regardless of how busy my day went, regardless of maybe I slept by 3 a.m., I know that once it's um, 5.54, I have to be up. I know on a normal day, if it's something you're doing by yourself, you just turn off the alarm and sleep. But there's that um, consistency. There's that discipline that actually makes me connect every morning. And I can tell you, my life is not the same again. Like there is a huge difference. There are just some words that 
I cannot even, that cannot come out of my mouth. I was telling somebody yesterday, I said, if you check my WhatsApp, I have more unmuted status than those that are unmuted. Like mostly if you check my status, it's mostly people that post um, Christian content, Christian content, mostly that you will see. Because we are being trained, we are being inspired by the world. There are just some things we cannot laugh at. There are just some things that people will see as, oh, it's a funny thing that we hear because of the word that has come into our spirit that you know you cannot say. There are some words when I just see them like this, I'm like, ah, no, I reject this. Immediately I've muted it. And there's also um, something about being passionate for other people. Um, I've, I've always loved to like intercede for people and all of that. And inspired by the world actually gives me that opportunity to do that on a daily basis. And it makes me see the world more differently. Like I was, I was seeing a movie like earlier this week and I didn't know when I started crying. It was a true life movie actually about um, a poor a poor black guy and how a Christian lady actually helped him and all of that. I was in a public place and I just stayed crying. I'm like, oh my God, we have to be rich. We have to be able to touch lives. You know, <laughs> it, was, it was unconscious. I didn't know when I just started praying. I just started speaking in tongues and all of that. So that is what the word does for us. Like that's what the word has done for me. It has turned me into a very different person. I might be seeing something, someone else might be seeing it, but my own perspective is different from that person's perspective. And I really bless God for all of see there are so many testimonies, right? I'm really grateful. And sometimes when 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 I come here, when I listen to some testimonies, wow, it actually strengthens my faith and all of that. I'm like, yo, if God can do this for this person, Oh, I know, like Stamaka, we always say, if God does something for somebody close to you, just know that God is in the neighborhood. You know, it's just so inspiring from the prayers by Pastor Debbie, the Rhapsody segments. Sometimes, in way Stamaka is taking Rhapsody, in my head, I'm like, wait, oh, is it the same Rhapsody? You know, the message is just so different. It's just so relatable. Like, she just opens your eyes to a lot of things that normally, if you're the one reading it alone, you might not see those things and all of that. And awards are always so timely. There are sometimes that, even when I want to make a decision, Stamaka, I don't have to call Sister Maka to say, oh, Ma, what do you think? I'm hearing a voice in my head and I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do and all of that. I also um, thank God for the Old Testament Bible reading, the way Brother John reads it. It's as if, oh my God, he was born for it. I thank God for um, the Martins, the communion, like the words of prophecies. And like I always say when I'm in, um, welcoming people on a daily basis, see, even if they say, oh, um, esteemed Sister Joy, I had a prophecy that you gave 100 million this morning. Even if your name is not Sister Joy, grab it. Like, they, grab it. Don't say, oh, they did not call my name. You grab it. I think I learned that from Stamaka when she told us that, oh, pastor said that if maybe you're in a healing service and they say, oh, there's somebody with cancer or anything, don't say, oh, I don't have that. But you, because you don't know what is in your body or just grab it. That's what I'm going to tell you. Grab every word of prophecies. Anything they say, do. do. Don't wait for somebody to come and spoon feed you or, or, or anything like that. So it's always a glorious time. Thank you so much, Ma. And for the opportunity to always read the New Testament segment, to always welcome people and all of that. I, I don't take it for granted. Thank you so much, Ma. 
and you are doing this to the rapture of the church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you so much, man, for this wonderful opportunity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you so much, Sister Joy, for sharing your testimony. We are grateful and we celebrate you. Glory to God. Pastor Deborah, are you available to share your testimony? Let's know if you are. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Praise God. Okay, so um, I'll just share a part of it. You know, inspired by the word has been a place where I've been truly inspired by the word. I would like to say a very big thank you to Esteem Lamarck for the opportunity and um, to everyone that comes here where we fellowship together and especially to the co-hosts. So I'll just um, share one part of it. You know, um, personally, I've been someone that has, I've always known that um, the prophetic is... Everybody that knows me knows that aspect of me, you know, and for a while it just seems like, oh, everything was just cold and just, you know, like resting kind of, <laughs> praise the Lord. But I desired to, you know, come back to that place where God had put me. And when I joined Inspired by the Word, with the days going by, studying of the Word and all that, and it was just like, suddenly I just observed that that came back like in full flow force, you know? And one of my major testimony was that of that the, the 31st. It was not like a plant and the words were just flowing and the accuracy of the spirit, you know? And I think it was, I was with Pastor Edith on the morning after the service with Pastor and something happened. She said, are you not the one that said that it is easy? I was like, what are you saying? She said, are you prophesied now? You gave the prophecy, you know? God says his gifts and calling are without repentance. And for you to be inspired so much by the word that you can't hide it, you know, it's not something, it just keeps pouring out of you. I just want to thank, thank God and thank you, Sister Maka, for this place because it was here, it was here, the rekindling started, it was here, it continued, and it is here, it is still blossoming. Hallelujah. I just want to say thank you. So this is one part of my testimony. The other parts of my testimony I would share at other times. Thank you so much for Inspired by the Word. And I want to thank you especially, you know, um, there are different projects that you have been in at different times. And somehow I'm just always there at the first day. It's not like maybe there's a special discussion, Pastor uh, Debbie, come, you'll be here, you'll be doing something. No, there's nothing like that. And at every of these times, I'm always leading prayers. There was one time, I think it was last year, I was like, why am I the only one always? It's just not somebody that will leave prayers. But you see, God ordained it for a particular purpose. And it had been a blessing to me, an opportunity for me to pray heartfeltly for other people, not even for myself, not for, not for anything that I wanted, but for other people interceding and inspiring others the testimonies from everybody is just like a consolation. So now this is the reason why you are always leading prayers. As in, it's been years. I think I can, as way back as 2018, anything at all, I am the one that is always leading the prayers. I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And thank you for giving me that platform to also inspire others to pray. 
and to intercede for others. Thank you so very much. I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah, for sharing your testimony with us. And thank you for the impact of your life upon um, others, um, you know, many of which we are here today. Thank you for your service through the years. Praise God. Um, okay, so do we have anyone who would like to share their testimonies? I, I seem to have been calling names, so let me open the floor. Two people who want to share their testimonies, can you raise your hand? We have four minutes to close. We're celebrating our one-year anniversary. How has it been like for you? Anybody can share. Sister Fentola, fantastic. Go ahead. Omit from your end. Okay, good morning, Ma. Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much, Ma, for the opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm really grateful to God for, for how he orders our steps. You know, every one of us has a, a form of testimony on how we got here. And it's, we can all say that the Lord really ordered our steps here. You know, I remember in 2020, during IPPC, one thing I was saying then after the, um, the IPPC program, I was like, Lord, I want to be more relevant in your kingdom and everything. You know, so much had happened in the year 2020 and I just wanted to be more relevant. So I remember um, these were things I mentioned and discussed with my husband. But in January, I noticed he was um, always joining a devotion. So he actually joined several different meetings. So it's not everyone I actually ask about because maybe it's acquired this or something. So, but this particular one, every morning, six o'clock, he's awake, he's in a devotion. So I, I asked him one day, I said, please, is this a choir thing or something? I said, no, it's just a group of people who um, want to be accountable. If I'm interested, I can join it. You know, and then I started joining. I immediately I even started joining from the moment he mentioned it to me. And from then on, I remember the, after the third um, session, he just mentioned to me that, ah, and even I was okay. I think I was talking about Sister Maka. I said, "Who is this lady?" Like, the fire in her, I'm feeling it. Like, I want to be more relevant in God's kingdom. I want to be on fire for Christ. I said, "Ah, she's in church now." Immediately, he said that. I just knew that. You know what? <laughs> I was not in the cell. I've joined CLVC since 2019, but for some reason, I just wasn't doing anything. I, I, I know I shared my testimony in a group where I said, like, but Martin said, I had just gone cold. You know, I was relevant and very active in campus ministry, but I ju had just gone cold. I wasn't doing anything. You know, I was in the church for over one year. I left one um, for one Christ Embassy when we relocated to this place. And I just was in the crowd, come for service and I go after. You know, I was like, I need to be in a cell. And I immediately I joined Stamaka cell. And then even before I knew it was the haven. I've consciously always avoided the haven because I thought, ah, no, it's for people that have plenty of money. <laughs> you know, but being in the haven, I've also found purpose. You know, in my in, in this year of joining, I'd, I'd always desired to change my job for for years, for years, but I didn't even get a call for an interview, talk less of getting a job, you know, but in this one year, I got another job in the multinational. In this one year, I found myself, even in this place, I'm barely two months in the, in the, in the job and my relevance is just increased to another level. Even when I'm discussing with clients, or it's just, I just find the wisdom of God at work in me, you know, so easily, you know, when, when the Bible talks about, that we should commit to the word and it will be able to grow, that the word is able to build us up. That's one thing I have experienced. The word has built me up in ways I cannot imagine, even in consistency. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is. I try, you know, one thing I notice is I'd always struggled with if I start something, maybe I just don't finish it. But 
in time, I was like, Sister Maka is going to look for you. You better show up because you are not going to give excuses, you know, because I was like, I want to be accountable and not give excuses. And that's one thing that this group has helped me. Every morning I wake up, I join because I don't want to have excuses. You know, I I, I look at co-hosts. I'm like, if the co-hosts are doing it, of course, everybody is tired. These guys wake up every day. I remember one of the um, the sessions that we had with... um. We had a boot camp and I saw how Samaka wakes up. Every, the, the alarm does not need to ring twice. You know, sometimes I find myself snoozing and snoozing. Samaka's alarm will not ring twice. Once she's up and I'm like, this is consistency. This is what I want. You know, and I'm so grateful Ma, for the opportunity to, to grow. Thank you for your leadership. I know, I, I don't know if I say it enough, but I want to say thank you, Pastor Debbie. You all inspire me. I don't know if I say it enough when we see in church, but I look at you all from a distance and I'm like, Lord, these people are committed you know and thank you i just want to say thank you in my family i've seen growth my daughter knows what communion is like every time she's like mommy communion it's 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 so that i'll be like sophia we don't take it's not for it's not a snack because as far as in the morning in the night she wants communion i'm like this is something that has become reality for her. She knows that she has to break bread. You know, there was a day I just saw her in front of the mirror. She just stood in front of the mirror and she started talking to herself. I am bold. I am strong. I am intelligent. I just kept looking at her. I'm like, wow. How, how, she's just four. How could she, like, yeah, we make these confessions every day to her and all of that. But that day she just stood in front of the mirror and she was talking to herself. I'm like, God, this, this is, this is, this is amazing. This is, I'm, I'm grateful. There's, there's so much to be thankful for. You know, the relationship with the Holy Spirit is on another level. I hear God easily. <laughs> Let me stop now. It's just, I'm just thankful to God. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you to the co-host. Thank you everyone for the investment of your personality. Thank you for, for keeping us accountable. Thank you for inspiring us by the word. Thank you for teaching us. You know, this is the end time. These are the end times. And the relevance is important. Many are falling by the way. And you have kept this one year. I know I've been kept accountable by this group. There are days maybe I'm not feeling okay or I'm not excited about something. You just hear the word and your spirit is alive again. Thank you so much, Ma. I'm grateful. Thank you so much, Ma. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can anyone hear me? Yes, ma. Can you all hear me? Yes, ma. I can hear you, ma. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, esteemed sister Fintola, for sharing your testimony. Super inspiring. Very, very inspiring. Glory to God. And of course, she probably didn't add what she did last year in partnership. Uh, she hadn't done it in many years, many years put together. So she's seen God work in all ramification of her lives. And everybody has that testimony. If you've heard all the testimonies that has been shared here, nobody had this testimony of, oh, this area of my life worked, this other area did not work. No, it's an all round. When the word of God comes to a man, he works on every area of your life. Like nothing is left out. So, you know, we take this testimony so that more than ever before, you, you, you might be looking for prayers for something, looking for help from here and from there. You just stay in the word. 
I read Sister Vanessa's testimony yesterday, how that she wanted a house, that she has gotten a house. She's just waiting for the where she is for the rent to expire so that she can move to the new house. You say you are looking for a house. You say you are looking for a new job. Many came like that to this place and suddenly they have jobs to choose from. Another sister shared how her brother and her sister somehow um, had been affected towards the end of last year and they had left, they had lost their jobs. And then they are waking up this new year to new jobs all the way from Middle Asia, from moving from earning money in, in rands to earning money in dollars. The ticket is free, their accommodation, everything where they are moving to, they got a job with um, everything they require work permit, residency permit to relocate and to work. What else? What else can the world not do? You know, don't, don't chase God for what he can do for you. And don't join this devotion because you are looking for prayer for this. No, join the devotion because you are hungry for the word and you really want to know God and to fulfill God's purpose for your life. In the path of purpose, every other thing is settled. Every other thing is settled in the path of purpose. So you just walk in purpose. That's all God is asking of you. I made you for a reason. Do what I made you for. Walk in the path that I ordained for you. In that path is your car. In that path is your spouse. In that path is your house. Everything that you require is on that path. You just go. So that's the testimony of everyone. And I'm so, so excited and grateful to God. You know, I wish I could gather everybody in one place and then we just have an amazing Thanksgiving celebration. But God is faithful, the one who has called us. He's faithful, he's true, he's just, and we're grateful to God. Praise God. Wherever you are, lift your hands up and just give him praise. Tell him how much you love him and how grateful you are to him for the impact of the word of God in your life. Indeed, we are inspired by the word. And God is taking this devotion to a huge level. The media team are already planning on expansion, streaming on YouTube, you know, many other things, um, a radio show, a daily devotion that we can um, broadcast on radio, you know, so much. They are working on a lot and God is taking distinct places and we are so blessed to be the ones that were there when he started. Glory to God. At this moment, I would like us to unmute and then share the benediction. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the of the Holy Spirit,